0: Attention, this is not gambling advice. This is me reading the internet and typing stuff into my calculator. I was just looking at some of the futures on the 2024-2025 NFL season. Now, these odds are from multiple books here. So I will make sure to give you the book with the best odds as we go through these. Now, look, stating the obvious, it is very early, given that we aren't even into free agency yet, much less the draft. So, you know, a lot's going to change with these rosters here over the course of the next few months. But hey, we talk NFL year-round here. And I actually think there are some advantages to placing a bet at this time of the NFL calendar. When it comes to sports wagering or really, you know, I should say any kind of gambling or game of chance, you're always looking for an edge. You're looking for the best value. It's why I've never played slots. I'm not really into, you know, video card games either. Look, the house has the advantage on all games. How do you think the casinos get built? How do you think they can afford to comp the whales the penthouse suites? Vegas wasn't built off of winners. That is for sure. So that's why I prefer to play the live games. Blackjack and, and roulette are two of my favorite. Not really a big craps guy. Uh, but the reason I mention those two specifically are you, the gambler, have more control. Now, you still can't control the outcome of the game, but you still have the ability to, at the very least lower the house's edge against you, whether that's strategically altering your betting schedule or cadence or staying disciplined with basic strategy and blackjack, you can at least control those aspects. And when it comes to futures, you look at the juice. And there is a whole lot of that when it comes to betting the next season Super Bowl winner. Now, there is some risk here, right? No doubt about that. We are 11 and a half months away from next year's Super Bowl in New Orleans a lot can happen in that time. So you have to be willing to accept that. But right now you're looking at, and this is an order of shortest odds to longest. Here are the top 10. San Francisco, Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo, Dallas, Detroit, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Miami, Green Bay. And then even within that top 10, there's a huge difference between you know that Kansas City and San Francisco level. They're, they're kind of interchangeable depending on what book you're looking at, and then when you get to the lower portion of the list, it's around you know anywhere from five to six hundred plus five to six hundred for the Chiefs and Niners, uh, and then you're looking at plus two thousand or plus twenty two hundred when you get down to the Dolphins and the Packers. Now here's where I think there's some value. Again. You'd have to spread this over multiple books to capture the best odds, but I'm looking at those top five teams in particular. Niners, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Cowboys. As of today, here is the number on each of those teams. 49ers plus 550 at DraftKings. Chiefs plus 650 at FanDuel. Ravens plus 950 at DraftKings. Bills plus 1200 at FanDuel. And rounding out the top five is Dallas, plus 2,000 at DraftKings. So right now, if you simply said, I'm going to throw one unit on all five of those teams, well, if one of those five were to win the whole thing next year, you're looking on the low end at about a 37, 38% profit if the 49ers win, up to over 400% profit if Dallas were to win the Super Bowl. Uh, 425% to be exact, uh, if the Cowboys win that. Let's use $100 as our unit. Now, as rogue gamblers know, the math on the percentage does not change, whether you're going with $100 as your unit or $10 or $1,000 or anywhere in between, as long as it's an equal amount wagered on each team. So using that $100, It comes out to a $500 total wager if you roll with all five of those teams I just mentioned. Now, if you feel confident that out of those five teams, you can omit one of them as, you know, hey, I I don't believe there's any way this team is going to win, so I'm not going to include them in my wagers, you can increase that potential profit quite substantially. And when I look at this group of teams, for me, that one that I'm going to remove is Buffalo. I just think there are too many factors working against them. A lot of uncertainty as well in, in terms of, you know, who will and will not be coming back on the defensive side of the ball. And even at that, should the defense stay intact, it's still an aging defense, really has been for the past few seasons. You also have the talk surrounding Stefan Diggs. Now, my gut feeling is that he will be on the team for at least one more season, but I'm not absolutely certain. He had kind of a weird... Drop in production down the stretch last year. I mean, he put up some really rough stat lines in December and January. And then I'm also not sure where they stand on McDermott. Now, look, obviously he's coming back next year, but I wouldn't categorize it exactly as, you know, just all positive vibes. And then you also have the reality of Buffalo or really any team in the AFC who doesn't have a quarterback named Mahomes, Jackson, or Burrow needing to likely go through one or more of those teams just to get to the Super Bowl. And we've seen how the playoff games have gone for Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes, and and then also that one in Orchard Park where Burrow and the Bengals came in and absolutely worked them over. I just think the path through the AFC is is too much to overcome. And let's not forget about the Dolphins, Texans, or, or perhaps even the Chargers next year. If I told you the Dolphins will win the AFC East next year, right, because they should have won it this past season, uh, but if I told you they won and therefore it sets up as something like, we'll say, Bills at Texans in the wild card game, you know, assuming the Texans were to win the AFC South again, if you have that matchup and then after that you've got Chiefs and or at Ravens to follow, what is the likelihood they can get through that? I think those chances are slim to none. So now if you remove Buffalo, that wager goes from five to four teams and a $400 total wager. That changes your potential profit to on the low end with a 49ers win, 83%. So you're raising your floor quite substantially. And on the high end with a Cowboys victory, you'd be looking at 600%. So really maximizing the the value there. Just wanted to give you all something to think about and make sure you do not illegally gamble. That is against the rules.